0: It's hey, so back for the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with my good friend Dr. Fred Dreer. Dr. Dreer is the man, and the Integrative Sleep Center is life changing. So snoring is usually a sign of something where sleep apnea is terrible for you. And here's the deal: it means you stop breathing in your sleep, which means you're not getting real rest. Your brain is being affected. And it seems more and more and more, I'm seeing research point out that sleep apnea causes bigger and badder and worse and just awful problems for your health. So get ahead of it. Give Doc Dreer and the team over at the Integrative Sleep Center a call, 518 885 6185. I, I got to tell you, I started going there and it has been such a difference for me. My energy level is stronger. My, everything's good. I feel better about everything. And it all started by going to see Dr. Fred Dreer. A couple quick uh, tests, like a scan. You do the sleep study, and the next thing you know, if you've got the mouthpiece like me, you're sleeping better. 518 885 Dr. Frederick in and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Helping me sleep better, they're going to help you sleep better too.
1: It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 959 and 980.
0: What, what day is today? Monday? Tuesday? 70, what, where are we?
1: Has it felt weird all show long to be in a studio? The final time, LeVac. I want. I got to make sure. I'm getting the calendar out one more time because I can't believe this when I say this out loud. This is the final time we're in studio until Wednesday, September 6th. LeVac, we've been on the road since what? The 10th? The 9th? Uh, 2007, I think, was the last time. August 9th was the last time we were in the studio. My daughter's birthday again. was the last
0: time we were here. Yeah? So I, I'm sure I snuck out early. Um, Bit of an odd show. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, it's, it, there's, I'm starting to realize how things work here at iHeart, okay? So Fox Sports Radio, part of the iHeart family, great people, like them. There's actually a lot of them here today, which I don't care for i like them better when they're not here um but you know i said hey can we get our own space can we do it?" like you know i'm used to getting my way a little bit you know historically i've gotten what i wanted and they're like yeah no problem no absolutely we'll get you your own space it's going to be at Rivers. It's going to be at the track. It's going to be at Mohawk. It's going to be at Recovery. It's just not going to be here until you stop complaining. So uh, no more complaining, boss. I like the studios. I do like being out, though. It has been a lot no, of fun. No, no,
1: no. We like being out. That is not a complaint.
0: That is us I'm just complaining. giving I'm, our sales team complain. a hard time. I love I want, being out. I want, a stu- I want a studio. I want What I want, guys, this is my dream, and you know this, I want an RV that becomes our mobile studio. Okay, so buy me an RV and I'll put studio stuff in. it. How's that deal? Good. Thanks. I'm glad we talked.
1: All right. Somewhere we <laughs> and I are yelling at Will Compton and Taylor Lawan. That was our idea. By well, our, I mean your idea. The only thing I'm saying is
0: that's a bus. I want I want a mobile home. So like I want to be, I want to be home away from home with the men instead of bussing with the boys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Man stuff. You see a boy over here? You better get your eyes checked, son man I'm a man yeah um why is everyone sending me pictures of your child um uh, you and your wife have sent me pictures of your child <laughs> I joked it's not really my kid everybody okay um so look at that photo all right <laughs> so we have our play of the day and um I just I feel like when we both agreed yesterday that the Ravens would would take their preseason streak to 25 we just didn't agree on the spread, and then the, the longest streak in preseason football history dies. I feel like I'm not qualified to make plays anymore. Hang on a
1: second. I, you know what? I didn't think we were going to touch on this today because I know we had a loaded show today. I want to get into that, and I, I, I might blow through this. Kavino and Rich, hang tight for a second. I got to talk about that because Sarah Ellison, I believe that's her name. It is Sarah Ellison, uh, Ravens Vault. Bobby Trossett, back-to-back days, gets a shout-out on the show because he does a great job covering Baltimore. And you love him. I do love Bobby. He's the man. But his co-host, Sarah, tweeted this out, and it's spot on. Washington had the full intention to end that streak because Washington's pushing their starters into the second quarter. Baltimore's got the third stringers out there, and Washington's running it like it's week 17, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. Ron Rivera... The whole staff, the new owner, the awkward handshake, the whole thing. I get the eyes, which maybe I should have smelled this out a little quicker yesterday. That game was not about Baltimore. That game was all about Washington. The new era, the new regime, the new feel we're going to contend. That was all about Washington. So even though the Raven streak has ended, come on. Washington did everything to end it. And I don't know if I'm criticizing them or just calling out my bet that it should have been better because they wanted to end it. You're not keeping your starters against third stringers unless it's to impress the owner or something else. That storyline I should have played up more. Good for Washington for getting the win. I'm not going to criticize them for being competitive. But they had a whole different intention in that game than the Baltimore Ravens did. Um, it's Still, we lost.
0: I mean, that's the the end of the day is there's 13 less dollars in my, my wagering account, okay? That's $13 that I may never get back, and it's because of the plays that we both made, and I don't like The battle of the
1: Beltway did not go our way. Let me spin it a little different way, then. Let me spin it in a different direction. Do you think, from what you saw from the Washington Commanders yesterday, you feel any different? Like, they can be a contender in a really tough NFC East with the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys.
0: No. No, I really don't. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, right, but here's here's the thing, like we are kind of bred to believe that there's perfect football teams out there, right? Like, like you're going to have your offense is going to, is going to click and your defense is going to click and special teams will handle their business and whatever. We're realistically speaking, those, those teams don't really exist. The reason the chiefs are so good is Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, like that offense is so good because of the pieces they have, but they don't really, you're not, I can't really pick a wide receiver room. I would rather have theirs over. Like, I can't think of, you know, their defense. They have a couple of really nice pieces, but it's not like a stellar defense. It's it's a defense that goes out and plays well when put and usually plays with a lead. So you look at Washington, they've got a lot of great personnel on that defense. They've got a new mind at the offensive coordinator position. I don't know what Sam Howell really is. That's the problem for me. But if they can run the ball... They're, they've got some weapons at wide receiver. They, there's no reason to believe they can't win some ugly games. I just don't think they're good enough to take out the Eagles or the Giants. And if the Cowboys are any good, they've got the talent to beat them too. But Mike McCarthy is the great equalizer as far as bad teams might be able to beat the Cowboys.
1: Heineke is an okay quarterback, and I bring him up. I know he's on the Falcons now, but I bring him up because yeah. if that Washington team was a little bit better a few seasons ago when they were that under 500 team that won the NFC least, they could have beaten Tampa. Like, Heineke played well enough in that wild card game against the Bucs that they could have actually defeated the Bucs, and who knows how far they would have gone. Maybe they would have got knocked out in the next round. Maybe they would have got to the conference game. I bring all that up because it seemed as if you're a Washington football fan, you thought the franchise was going in the right direction, and they're going to stink this year. Because um, not even so much because of the talent on the roster, but because of Josh Harris, the new owner, I think – Josh Harris, like most new owners or most new business owners or new bosses or however you want to phrase that, he wants his thing. He wants his own GM. He wants he, to shake Joe Buck's hand. <laughs> he wants his own quarterback. He, he wants Trey Aikman wants <laughs> to and stop laughing at him. He wants it all. So I would not be— He allegedly the, wants to go back to the old name. <laughs> at least surprised. Not even. If Washington says, you know what, we're good. We're going to go like 5-12. And we're gonna um, get Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh Quinn Ewers. They wanna I, I get Sam Howell's a nice young quarterback that's right now inexpensive. They're gonna blow the whole thing up because they got a new owner. And we see that all the time happen. There were new ownership steps in and they want things to be different. No disrespect to any of the players on the roster, but I can see Washington saying, We got a new boss in charge. You got some Daniel Snyder stank on you. You gotta go. Um
0: based on some of those stories, I bet that stanks in a lot of places. Especially the ones they shouldn't be. Here, here's here's the problem with Heineke. We all like him. We all like him. He's a backup quarterback for a reason. He is. He might be a starting running back on some teams. Like he is. He's got gusto. He's got want to. He runs well. He does. he if if he was a good quarterback, he would be a starting quarterback. Like he's this is this is your this is your cross to bear, guys. You fall in love. With exceptional backup quarterbacks and try to turn them into starters mentally, and it's it's not it's not going to happen. Case Keenum's never going to be, you know, even Kirk Cousins. Uh, Heineke is never going to be. Uh, who's another mobile quarter? He, he's not going to be Steve Young. Like it's not going to happen. Baker Mayfield is not a starting quarterback. I don't care what your team's
1: there. There it is. It speaks less about me as a football fan and more about me as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. I'm wearing the polo today. Of hey, they could play for us, right? Hey, he could play for us, right? Dropping the us, a rare us by me on this show. That's how I view these quarterbacks 30 through 35 and 40. Could start for the Buccaneers, right? He could. So Washington will stink. So I'm a little bitter, but giant fan. I'm with you, LeVac. If you're a New York sports fan from last night, your takeaway is Washington will not be a contender. I know they beat Baltimore, but they are nobody to fear. Brian Dayball and everybody else. More history. Better roster. Better coaching. Same ownership. Yeah, you'll be just fine New York sport fan.
0: I uh, I I'm I'm more and more excited about this season and the fact that it's 20 days away is is also causing me great great pain cuz it's like we got we got hard knocks tonight. We got another week of preseason football. We got week 0 coming up which is great. You know, we talked to coach Gattuso yesterday that the great Danes are getting ready to for the blackout this Saturday night. All these things but it's still just, like, it's not here yet. Like, I, I'm like, I've turned into that kid, that brat, who's so mad that Christmas is, is, is 20 days away, and I just don't, I'm twitchy. Like, I'm twitchy. So my play of the day, um, I'm going to wager uh, $1 million that Gaz underrates Hard Knocks <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> um, that he will have a problem with Hard Knocks that is unfair and unwarranted.
1: It's a nice play. Very good play. You know what? My play was going to be a joker about hard knocks as well, like under five incompletions, under .5 turnovers. Since you've already stolen the joke that I want to use, I will now scramble on the spot and think of something more creative. And by creative, I mean two baseball games that I thought about wagering on. Anyways, so I'm going to parlay it. A parlay here. This is not the hate parlay, by the way. All right. This is just a parlay I like because Grayson Rodriguez, I still find funny that he was drafted behind Kyler Murray and he's becoming a really good pitcher for the Orioles. So, Oriole, money line plays there at Camden Yards against the Blue Jays. Rodriguez pitched so well earlier this summer. Give me Rodriguez. Money line O's. Lucas Giolito is on the mound for the Angels tonight. I remember him way back when, a former White Sox, former national prospect. They were to sort of have a loaded pitching rotation. Giolito's under 500. But the Angels at some point are going to have to look at this roster and across the entire franchise and be like, can anybody pitch? Like we just can't have trout and Otani's gonna leave. Can somebody please be we need a rotation at some point. Giolito, here's your audition tonight. Give me the Angels Orioles double money line, but I'm also getting real hungry for some week zero college football action.
0: I'm I hate to do this to myself, but uh Yankees lineup tonight. A lot of youth, a lot of youngsters. You got you got you got Pereira, you got Peraza, you got you got Rodon back. I'm not gonna bet it, but I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna give him a chance. I'm gonna pay attention. I probably going to bet it. But it's not but I wouldn't it won't be anything worth worth anybody else following along on because it's just because I'm I'm gonna pay attention, so I'll probably throw like ten bucks on the Yanks at some place. Get, get the youth movement a rolling. I love I I I pretty much just want to point out that I am currently running the Yankees. I told you oh. I needed I needed Pereira and Peraza to come up. If Austin Wells comes up, then they've done everything I said because they also took the Martian, Dominguez, they moved him up to AAA. So just if Austin Wells pops up now, they're finally listening, and I can start fixing this thing. Okay. I can finally get in here and start talking to Cash, talking to Boone. You know, they start listening. We can work together. I can get this thing fixed.
1: You're going to start carving out time as a sports fan. Like Hard Knocks, Yankee Baseball, Week Zero College Football, Fantasy Football Drafts. We talked Fantasy Football earlier in the show, thanks to Hooters. So guys, with the schedule changing for you as a sports fan. Now, you guys start, like before, before you give people the real answer, here's what
0: I do. Here's why, here's why, here's why I have alone time. I yell, I'm working! When I watch these things. And that is why... I am alone, and you are not. You have a better plan. Thanks to Lillian David Feinjillers. There it is. is. I'm working over here. You're watching the game, but I'm working.
1: And then Gaz goes, sweetie,
0: here are earrings. And she goes, oh, these are so nice. Now I'm going to go watch the game. And she goes, okay, fine.
1: You don't want to be alone yelling at your television and your co-host and Lillian David Feinjillers, the place for you. your kids
0: and the neighbors and the
1: cats. I'm working, Drogon. We're growing grass constantly (laughs) lily and david fine jillers is the place for you it's a family owned and operated business they want to help you find what she's looking for whether it's the girlfriend the fiance, the wife again fantasy football drafts for five hours long or you're going to go to the home kickoff opener whatever it is make sure to take care of her find out what she's looking for maybe she has those eyes on a pair of earrings maybe she's been looking to upgrade her ring whatever it might be or maybe your friend just got engaged maybe you're going to the fall wedding Might be time to pop the question. I bought my engagement ring at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I found exactly what she wanted, even though she might have not even known. But it fit my budget, and she still gets compliments (laughs) on it to this day. Those things are important. Lily and David Fine Jewelers help you find against the shops of Wilt. You're heading north this summer. That's the place to go. Shout out to everybody over there from Alyssa, David, Tammy, G. They're gonna help you find what she needs. Take my advice. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place for you. Get what she wants. When you stop in, tell me you heard about it from guys right here on ninety five nine and nine eighty Fox don't, Sports Radio. I'm
0: working, okay. I have to watch this game. It's my job.
1: We are back on the road tomorrow. Where are we tomorrow? We are at Rivers Casino and Resort, the C four Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge rolls or the, or, or, or yeah. the C four Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. You didn't like bank. one, roll, roll, roll. Roll, yeah, like you sound like roll, one of those like the model ha. T's that you had to like
0: do the. The roll the crank to get the engine going.
1: Hola, mi amo Gazi Bear. <laughs> What's wrong with this microphone? We will be there tomorrow, along with allegedly picks about oh, six in the morning.
0: Yeah, so that means that we have uh, drink specials, all kinds of greatness going on at Rivers. I have to be here early. Hopefully, I actually wake up tomorrow. That'll be a miracle. But just remember, I'll be up late tonight. I'm working. Okay, I'm working. Right. I'm watching mm-hmm. the Yankees and Hard Knocks and. Um, um, other things i don't know what they could be but other things um it's working it's research is what it is but uh yeah so fun day tomorrow hopefully you guys will come out to uh, rivers hang out with us it's going to be a a lot of fun uh we have a we have a rivers related announcement coming very soon as well
1: yeah we do we have a packed morning we might be able to announce that tomorrow there's some rumors floating around this building about what's going on
0: you want me to do it every time i announce things early it goes really well in this building. no 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 actually remember, no, when no, I no. Used to get, remember when i used to get away with that <laughs> no 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 good idea you know what actually that's I'll not just even do it right. it'll be fine i'll do it it'll be fine everybody's okay. fine i'm not i'm, I'm it'll be fine uh, everybody, have a great one uh, with Cavino and Rich. Yes. And then do, are, the, are the those filthy Red Sox up later? Today? 7
1: 10. Our coverage gets underway. 8 10. First pitches, they take on the Astros. All right. Well, good luck. I hate the Astros almost as much as I hate the Red Sox. So
0: uh, we'll talk to everybody again tomorrow, 3 o'clock. It is Levac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It is the top four of four brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys has got the four stories that are dominating the sports landscape. What's the fourth biggest story,
1: guys? Reflecting interest, not generating interest. Oh. That's the way I'm gonna send this one up. Because if it was up to me, I would not want to talk about this. I think it was up to you, you wouldn't want to talk about this. But the sports oh, fan in the going. capital region <laughs> has been <laughs> hitting still- us up with this, so we will do it. Former Pittsburgh Steeler. Wide receiver. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer wide receiver. Former owner of the Albany Empire. Legally, maybe. Antonio Brown is in trouble again. A judge has ordered him to be arrested for unpaid child support. $15,000 in child support payments. <laughs> August 9th. I just
0: imagined himself owing someone fifteen k. Oh That's what, did you God.
1: have $15,000? <laughs> this isn't the first time. Brown's oh. arrest has been issued back in April, $30,000. Yes. He was pay. here. Yeah. He was here. He paid it.
0: He paid it like and then posted like the wire transfer back then after they threatened to arrest him. Um,
1: yeah, what's your take on this with Tony?
0: He's I he, I don't know what to make of it anymore. I had um my friend George over at All-Star Wine and Spirits. He just texted me. He's like, "I think he does this to stay in the headlines." I don't think he's that calculated. I just don't. I think he's a jerk. I don't think I had one of my buddies tell me they thought he was broke. I don't think he's broke. I don't think he's in charge of his own money. I think that whoever Antonio Allah is or A.B. or Antonio or Tony or whoever. some one of them is in charge of the money and the other the other 15 personalities don't get to touch it.
1: Out loud people are gonna be like, yeah, obviously that's what it is now, but I hope you don't you can laugh if you want at this comment. Oh, no, Do you laugh. feel like you're now considered the Antonio Brown expert? Oh. <laughs> just an odd place. I don't think anyone knows what goes on in that mind, but like when things happen with Antonio Brown, they turn to the and be like, well, that help us with this one. I just yeah. feel like for you, you're like, Huh? I, I him? I
0: think that there's there's two factors that come into it. I think it's that I did deal with him, and that I'm not afraid to talk about it. I think like I don't even really want to anymore. But like, I saw in the TMZ article where they told like if he if he pays the fifteen and then like five thousand in lawyer fees, they'll rescind the arrest the arrest notice. Um, and then it said, we've reached out to Antonio Brown's people and, and have yet to hear back because his people are crazy people too. Like they're not you're not dealing with a buttoned up individual here. He doesn't want good business people or good attorneys or you know, because they're going to tell him he's crazy. He wants yes men. Like he wants people who are going to do what they're told regardless of whether it's right, wrong or makes sense. So like I imagine that if I had a, if I had enough money to have a trust, right? And my bills were paid from a trust or however that works. If I knew that I owed my ex it seems to be somewhere in the neighborhood of what three to five thousand dollars a month in child support. I would have it set where that check would just come out direct, like uh, you know, I can do it through my my Broadview Capcom account. Obviously, I don't have the ability to pay five thousand, but like I can pay my bills on a schedule and I don't have to worry about it. Like, why would I want to keep being threatened with jail? Why would I want I any mean, of this? It's power and it's and it's just insanity he wants he wants her to chase he wants to be in control of the situation he wants to be he wants to tell people i don't have to pay you and all these other things he's he's certifiably insane at this point in my opinion my humble professional opinion
1: i say this often this summer i hope this is the last one no, 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 no. Like by last one, I mean last time we're going to talk about Antonio oh, no. Brown with a local. No, there's no. that article coming out. Oh yeah, which you're in. Yeah. Well Listen, I I honestly think that I helped him, you
0: know, sh- sh- do the skeleton of that article. I talked to the writer for. If you add up all the time I was on the phone with the, with the with the gentleman writing this article, I had to be on the phone with him for over eight hours. A national account. Yeah, and it and it was it was one of those situations where every time someone said something, he would call me. What do you think of this? And I would be like, again, I don't really know Tony that well. I know, I know him for a couple months, and that, and even that, like, whatever. Yeah, but you seem to be the one person who is telling him the things he didn't want to hear. I was like, well, no, there were others. It's just he really didn't want to hear it from me. <laughs> so, but like, it's yeah, it's just it's it's going to keep happening because he doesn't want help. He wants to do whatever he wants to do, um, I, and I got to believe. Even on top of that article, at some point this Antonio LLA crap has to come to has to come to bear. Like it asked, like we have to find out like that he's just invented a fake version of himself called Antonio the God. That's the translation. And somehow is is defrauding his taxes. If if the federal government was able to get Al Capone over taxes, eventually they're gonna get Antonio LLA slash Brown.
1: Hashtag, Who is Antonio LLA? Well, we go from a player that you've worked with in the past to a player you've criticized in the past, and that's Baker Mayfield here for story number three. <laughs> it's come out that Todd Bowles, former Jet coach, now Buccaneer coach, has named Baker Mayfield the starting quarterback. "Quote: Baker's our starting quarterback," Kyle, in reference to Kyle Trask, former Florida Gator quarterback. our number two? We love everything Kyle's done." Blah blah blah. Baker's one, Kyle's two. Lavak. How do you-, you feel? You're the oh, Bucs fan. Start out with it? Okay,
0: you're the Bucs fan. Do you? I right, would you rather have Kyle Trask?
1: No. Really? You want Baker Mayfield? Uh, I was willing to have it be an open competition. Trask was a second-round pick, really good at Florida. He got better every single year he was at Florida. So the coaches sat down and evaluated both players. I have faith that Baker is better than Kyle Trask. But one thing about Baker Mayfield, that we can criticize him all in one, whether it's about the arrogance or the swagger or maybe being too improvising during the offense. Everything I've heard, savant is the term, so I'm using somebody else's term, Then when it comes to learning offenses, like he's on another planet. He picked up the Rams' offense really fast. He picked up the Panthers' off. He's unbelievable at knowing X's and O's and picking up on offense. But I asked this question, and I'll go first, I guess, with my own question here of, will it work? And I know that sounds like a very deep question, also simple, because when you think about the phrase, will it work, Baker won a playoff game in Cleveland. So it, it did work. Like, he's the best Brown quarterback since 99. So it worked. It just didn't work the way they hoped. Did it work in Carolina? Well, he didn't lead the Panthers to the playoffs, but they eventually got the number one pick and got a quarterback for the future. So that kind of worked. For Tampa, what's the will it work? Getting to the postseason, getting Caleb Williams next season. Will it work? I'm rooting for my Buccaneers. I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield to be good. But I think the question I'm going to ask is, will it work for whatever the future intentions of the Buccaneers are going forward? Did I code that too
0: much with odd language? I I think you... Basically, you want me to pull out the translator? Yes. It's not the Tommy Corporate translator, no. though. It's I guess it kind of is. Let me, see, let me see what it says. Oh, oh here you go. Um, I feel as though he will not get it done. However, I am a loyal fan of the Buccaneers, and I am hopeful nonetheless. I will also throw in the backdoor caveat that hopefully we get a high draft pick and the future quarterback comes out of this.
1: It's pretty good. Oh, go
0: okay. I, so here's the thing. like. I know like there's I've heard the, the offensive savant thing in the past. I always think about what Rex Ryan said about him going from year one to year two. Rex Ryan said that when you added extra reads or you asked him to read the entire field, he couldn't do it. Like if like when it started, he they were literally like, All right, Baker, you got two reads on the on the left side of the field, and then just throw it away or or, or run for your whatever you want to do. And he would try to do that, and that was fine. Then all of a sudden they asked him to read the whole field, he started throwing interceptions all over the place. Like, I, I don't if I was a Buccaneers fan, I think I'd be more hopeful of Trask because I haven't seen Trask fail. I've seen Baker fail. I've seen Baker succeed, but I've seen him fail. Um But I like your I like your point of like let's let's see what we can get out of this. And and that being the question, I wonder where Mike Evans finishes the season.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one sit. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to number two. That with that a few years now. Wander Franco, the star for the Tampa Bay Rays, news today. He hasn't played since August 12th. Franco has now been placed on administrative leave by Major League Baseball until further notice, as they are checking on a joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy within the league. Levac, we've got a few minutes here, I, we don't need to obviously comment on what the story is on social media. I know it's. Been all over the place. I don't like diving into the social media rumors. if We don't have to. I'd rather focus on this. Can the Rays still be a American League winning franchise without Franco? Uh, talent wise, I think they. Yeah, I think so.
0: Because they remember they've never really been a star driven team. They're just a team that plays really good baseball. But it feels it. It feels like it's it's weighing on them. It really doesn't. It doesn't feel like they're the same Rays that they were first half of the season, actually not even, three weeks for the end of the first half of the season. They hit a wall at some point. Something happened with them. I don't know if, you know, there's been some injuries in the pitching or whatever, but there was something going on there already, and I have to wonder if it was already this, like if they were already kind of sniffing out that there was an issue with one of their superstars. And this is a, this is, this is, this this continues to get worse. Like we don't, Major League Baseball took their time putting them on leave. Like it was, we were, what, two? At least two rumored? Yeah. yeah. Alleged under, underage women that, that he was involved with, underage girls that he's involved with, at least two. Um, this is, I think the distraction, plus the way the Orioles are playing, you know, could be enough, The plus the way that, like the Mariners are playing, could be enough to keep them from doing anything of consequence. But they've won with this kind of talent before. I don't... I think if, if they were able to find a way to just put blinders on and just go to the postseason, like rally around each other because of this and kind of shut everyone else out, I think they could they could cause some serious issues. But I don't know if they can do that.
1: Evan Longoria, David Price are the most hyped Ray prospects I can remember. Franco was in that conversation. Hyped. Now with him gone, I can make a really good case. The Orioles can beat him, that the Astros can beat him. The Mariners can beat him, who are really hot right now with Julio Rodriguez playing the way he is. The Blue Jays, Red Sox are falling further back. Only the Twins. If somehow they work out a situation where they get the Twins in the opening round, which we'll see how the math adds up with that at some point. That's the only one I feel really confident. What about all the youth
0: coming to the Yankees? Oh, no. I wasn't going to do that. So I was going to do
1: that. Story number one here. It's Major League Baseball Act, and tonight as the regular season rolls on the New York Yankees are taking on the Washington Nationals in an interleague matchup, the New York Mets. Mm, sorry, Med fan. It's not a great season. You get Atlanta. 7-20 <laughs> pitch there. And the Boston Red Sox, you're home for Red Sox baseball right here, 95-9 to 9 It's the Astros series that continues. 8-10. First pitch, 7-10. Our coverage is going underway. Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros. LeVac, here we go. We can do it one more time. We've both put the bed the Mets earlier this summer. We've both buried the Yankees. Is this the week that you're really going to bury the Red Sox? You've already put the dirt on them. You've already buried them. You want a second shovel?
0: Yes. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> well, Did I even have to ask? Not really. I mean, but,
0: but you, the, they're still competing. The Mets are still competing, even though I feel like it's – Again, we just talked about whether or not the Rays or the Orioles are going to win this thing out of the East. You're you're three teams back, and that's considering the fact the Yankees basically gave up on the season, you know, two weeks ago. So I don't see how that I don't see how you make any kind of real move. I, it, and I don't even look at this even with like Sale coming back, and you think he'll be able to pitch three, four innings at a time or whatever he'll be able to do. I don't see a scenario where you're like, all right, they're in the postseason now. Everybody else better look out. Like you've seen that in the past, where it's like, like the Mets were always one of those ones where, like, man, with you know Syndergaard and Degrom, if they get there, you're not going to want no part of them. I don't. That's not who these Red Sox team is. Yankees. They're trying to drag me back in. They are. They're trying. A bit little bottle uh, battle of the basement dwellers tonight versus the you know the, the nasty Nats. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll pay attention, but not, I'm going to try not. To, I'm going to try and like not have hopes. If you're a Red
1: Sox fan, you got to just be looking at the schedule. Like right now, we need to play them, and then the right. Dodgers, and then next week, could we have moved this around a little bit to help us out, just for the math and make us feel a little bit more confident? Moving up the standings because the Blue Jays get the Orioles, they could lose. Camden Yards, that game also might be coming up in the play of the day for me. So the Red Sox, I, I see what you're doing here, Lueck. It's like it almost is a weird comparison, but it's like a horse at Saratoga. They're stuck right now in the middle. They're trying to find their opening. Nobody's moving. All the horses are better yeah. than them. Right? Now. Where are they going to find the movement to go? Boston's got to benefit from a Seattle loss. Toronto losses. Amputee. You're asking for a lot here for the Red Sox fan base if they want to see that team move into the wild card position. But, but using the horse analogy, like it's almost like this is this is a
0: you know this is a one going to a two year old that nobody thought could compete yet, but thought maybe maybe as a three year old it'll be where it needs to be and it's winning races. Like the the Sox are ahead of where they should be right now based on what they've done to themselves. So, unless we find out, you know, that Cora found a new way to use Apple Watches, like that's Red Sox fans should still be pretty happy with what's happening
1: this year let's talk about our friends over at mohawk honda woo, woo. love mohawk honda if you're looking for a new vehicle 2024s are there people that you can trust during the carbon experience shout out to coach you albany football coach greg Tuso shout out to you Levac. shout out to all the people who have talked about the mohawk family in the past before i love hearing those compliments about how great the mohawk family is if you're stopping over to glenville you're looking for a new vehicle or maybe you've had this marked on your calendar okay end of august Going back to school soon. Helping our kids move into college. I got to get a new vehicle. Or you just found out that lesson. Wow, my car is too small. Why is our bed on the roof right now? Why is our cat up on the roof right now and strapped on like it's Christmas vacation?
0: Or... Or, hey, how do I get this certified pre-owned so my kid's safe going to school without me?
1: That would have been a safer <laughs> way to say that, as they struggled for which version of the movie it was. Anyways, it's Mohawk Honda. We're going to be there next month. Make sure you continue to listen to 95.9.980 9, so you can find out exactly when we will be back to Mohawk Honda. I love my pilot. I want you to have that same bragging right as well. Work with the people at Mohawk Honda, because they always go out of their way to please you. Uh,
0: well, uh You know what? I think... I think we may finally be able to agree on something, guys. Oh. Possibly. We'll see. Uh, coming up next, right here, it's Levack, and Fox Sports Radio 959980 9, and 1031 2 on your HD tuner. On
1: 959 Fox Sports Radio. Tuesday, yeah, it's Tuesday.
0: Again, I'm, all day I'm going to keep trying to figure out what day it is. That's my goal. So by the time I leave here today at 5-something, I will know what today is. It's very sunny out, which is kind of nice. Um, I I, I don't want to fall for the, the nonsense. Should I say minutiae? Um, <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, but there's something about the way... Rob Gronkowski references Brian Dable that kind of like at first I was like ah this is just cute this is just fun And and it might be but also the fact that Rob Gronkowski's only 34 like it feels like he's far older because he's just been so many places and so much I I don't know if I'm I don't know if I really believe there's any chance he plays for the Giants, as he said, like, hey, if you ever played again, it would be for Brian Dable, And, you know, Dable coming out and going, hey, calm down, everybody. It's, it's, we like each other, but that's it. Maybe I'm trying to convince myself because I just think it would be amazing.
1: It makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Like, Gronk in the offense, I'm talking more about. Like, Brian Dable has done a really good job of putting players in mismatches, I'm talking about. Like, Hey, we got a tight end on a linebacker. He can just beat him. He got a wide receiver. All of a sudden, he can beat this guy running back in open field. Ryan Dable, that's his strength. He's been able to do that. That makes sense. But Rob Gronkowski as an athlete, because he puts on weight and then takes it off and then yeah. puts it on and then takes it off. Gronk feels like the last football player who actually had big pads. Now, you see these clips from the mid-90s and you see a guy with like a neck roll. His shoulder pads are massive. Just this absolute bull, like the villain and the bad guy in the movie. But everybody barely wears pads anymore. Like you get cornerbacks and wide receivers who don't have knee pads anymore. But then Gronk looked slimmer. He's six foot six, and I think it's a legit six six, massive Rex Ryan, of course, right? It's like trying to tackle the Hulk, but he's smaller.
0: King Kong, King Kong, that's that's what it was. Donkey
1: Kong or something like that. So, even if Gronk is, let's say, lighter, let's say he's not prime Gronk, where he's just bulldozing down the field. You're a good enough athlete at six foot six, and you've played in the NFL, and you're going to the Hall of Fame. Guys who should be able to have that work, like just come off the street and make it work, are kickers, long snappers. I think in the NFL, that's about it, right? Like everybody else, you got to have some type of Gronk shouldn't be just a come off the field guy. But why not? Why why not, Giant fan? I think it, it could work. But remember, his role isn't what it used to be,
0: at least not with this team. It wouldn't have to be. like. And, and, and again, I keep wanting to like, it's one of those, <laughs> like when you say something, you're like, "Not nah, nah, there's anything wrong with that. I feel like I have to keep going. I don't really think it's going to happen, but I kind of hope it's going to happen. Like, Darren Waller is your pass-catching tight end. Now, he's, he's a heck of a blocker. But he's he's there to to you know chip and, and, and roll out and be on his way. We saw Gronk do this in Tampa when he came back. He came back big. He was a blocking tight end who would roll out here and there. And then it got got down to like business time when when Brady needed his, his safety blanket to dump the ball to and to throw down the, the, the middle of the field to, and all of a sudden there was Gronk. So if we're right about Dable and what we've seen in the small window of him being a head coach that he is really good at utilizing what he has. You bring in Gronk, what, six weeks in? You know, you 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 use him sparingly, and then all of a sudden you get towards the playoffs and you've got two tight ends out there who are number one receivers <laughs> and you still have Hyatt flying down the side and maybe Sterling Shepherd. Like you it's just I know it's a fantasy. I know it's madnesque. I know it's 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 just doesn't make a lot of sense for Gronk. But when has Gronk ever made a lot of sense? I I just I really kind of hope this comes together at some point.
1: His last two seasons with Tampa, statistically, pretty good. 50 catches, I'm talking on average here. 50 yeah. catches, 700 yards, 7 touchdowns, 28 combined games. And a hell of a blocker. Pretty good. He was an extension
0: of the line for most year. because that was things like towards the end in New England. I remember you and I were, you're sitting here and this is again, you, you know, just to be clear, guys had no idea that Gronk was ever going to play in Tampa at this point where he's like, I think he's done because he's not catching 75 passes. And he's not doing it. And I'm like, no, look at what he's doing. He's adapting. They need him to block downfield. He's blocking. He got, he put on eight, nine, 10 pounds and he's blocking is what he's doing. And then when they need him to roll out and make a catch, he does that. But now he's like body blowing the, the defensive line the whole game where they're like, just stop hitting me. And all of a sudden when he doesn't hit him, they're like, aha, we're free. to." Oh, wait, the ball just went over my head. It's in Gronk's hands. Like he's, he, dare I say,
1: he is deceptively smart in the world of football. Oh, in the world of football, the world of business, the world of marketing. come like, on. Doesn't he only use his talent fees? He, okay,
0: all right, personal finance.
1: Yes. Okay, that's a better way to put it. It's like he's backed like a hemp company
0: that didn't do anything, and the Gronk Cruz is a lawsuit waiting to have it. The world of business, I would, I would, I would ask him to seek better counsel.
1: And let me clarify that. I think I was too inside radio term. Uh, endorsements, his yeah. endorsement money, talent fees. Is- yeah, I think it's all, He lived on that. He never
0: touched his actual NFL salary. I think he said he finally touched it and bought like a car at one point. But yeah, so he's. I just, it's. I know. Again, it's. It's kind of nonsense,
1: but it's beautiful nonsense why is it not buffalo again i mean he's from buffalo he's from western new york why is his brian Brian Dable? Dable. that's it huh yeah well and and that's it's the
0: weird part about it because the obvious thing would be okay he believes in brian Dable. that was his coach back in the day in new england um if he would only play for brady before as his quarterback like why like you would almost want if you're a Giants fan and you would love to see this like mysterious crazy story come together, you'd almost want there to be some kind of rift between him and Brady at some point, where it's like, "Listen, yeah, I I played with the goat, but he's goat er because he played with me." Like you almost want him to have some kind of like, you "Want me? To, want me to show you how good I am? Let me let me take Daniel Jones from I can't believe that dude's making forty million dollars a year and help him get to the." wow, the Giants got him for $40 million a year. Like, but I just don't see that rift between those two because if that rift ever happened, kind of like what we think we're seeing with Belichick and Brady, imagine that with Gronk just 34 years old, going to be 35, maybe. Hey, yeah, I got one more in me. Let's run it back, Giants. Something's
1: happening to me emotionally listening to this. And what, what I mean by that is, look, I'm getting excited about this Gronk conversation. I, didn't, I was like, okay, maybe Gronk's going to come back. Maybe he won't. But here's what I'm feeling now. As a sports fan, can't wait for the NFL to come back. Okay, Gronk maybe wants to become a Giant. They played really well the other day. I've talked so often about the New York Giants since I moved to the Capital Region that every time I'm talking like 85% of the time, they have sucked. Like, it's at times been like, God, this team is awful. They can't throw the ball. They left, let Odell go. It, Saquon's there, thank goodness. The Giants have stunk. I know they've got two playoff seasons there, especially last year. But after that performance in the preseason, Levesque, I don't think I was going to go here with this conversation, but I'm going to get Giant fans excited. Maybe they're going to feel the same energy I'm feeling now after that convo about Gronk. Why can't the Giants win the NFC? Let me pitch you on this for a second. Okay. Because we're going to be making our... Wait,
0: is this with or without, or does it even matter to have Gronk for what you're about to tell me?
1: I don't think that would make that much of a difference. I don't think it would be a deciding.
0: He's almost an embarrassment of riches. If Saquon's healthy, if Waller's what we think he is, if, you know, and I... I, I keep saying Hyatt for the wide receivers. Obviously, he's the rookie. He's not, but he's the different skill set. He's the burner that changes everything. If you, I, I want to add Gronkin just to make it even better and even cooler. But yeah, okay, so with the offense the way it is.
1: We won't even say names here. Okay. We'll just do like headlines. We've got an innovative offensive head coach who was one of the best coaches in his debut season. Well, that's a good start. You've got a top three running back in the NFL. Well, that's pretty good. I like that. You've got the highest-paid offensive lineman in the NFL. Oh, all on the same team? I like that, too. You've got a top-five pick on your defensive line who was the number 1 high school recruit in the country and at one point was the number 1 player in the country before an injury. Kayvon Thibodeau? Ooh, that's good, too. I like a lot of the stuff you're saying, guys. So the Giants have all that. Mm -hmm. Highly ranked running back, offensive line, defensive line. Oh, let me add this, by the way. They won a playoff game last season. Oh, man. Oh, the team they lost to in the postseason, they had played three times. So they lost to him again. And that team eventually went on to play in the Super Bowl. All of those things out loud, not even saying names. If I told you it was another team, you'd be like, all of that path, that next season, that team can win a conference. How good they played in the preseason? Those headlines I just gave you, plus where this team is going. And maybe the most important part about this whole thing, the NFC seems to be wide open. Like, Philadelphia's really good, but Philadelphia, like I just said, they're going to play the Giants three times so they catch them in the postseason. I watched it with my Buccaneers and the Saints where the Saints smashed Tampa before Tampa clipped them the third time. Tampa went on to win the Super Bowl. I know they've got Tom Brady, but that same headline there. LeVac, San Francisco, I don't know who's playing quarterback. Oh, it's Brock Purdy! The South is a little bit of a mess, but we'll see how that comes together. Minnesota's not as good. They lost Alvin Cook, and they're relying a lot more on Kirk Cousins. Giant fan, why can't your team win the NFC? I'm looking at the Giants every day as we get closer and closer to kickoff thinking, this team, Super Bowl conversation is not laughable anymore. It is possible that the Giants are a Super Bowl team this year. Am I crazy? Am I too excited about that Gronk convo? Because some of this makes sense. What I what I like
0: the most about the Giants is they're under the radar. Like, you, you look at every other team that went through the things they went through in the offseason— and they're not under the radar. Like the Raiders are still dealing with what's going to happen with Josh Jacobs. The Colts are still dealing with what's going to happen to Jonathan Taylor. Like these other teams are the Cowboys, you're not hearing anything about Tony Pollard, but again, Tony Pollard Tony Pollard's why the franchise tag exists. You were the two back. You weren't the one back. You you had one you ran a heavier load than you probably would have normally, but you're coming off an injury, all those things. You're why the franchise tag exists. These other guys feel like we're being taken advantage of by the franchise tag. Saquon Barkley felt like he was taken advantage of the negotiations for his contract are not that great for him, but they're good enough that he's like, yo, let's go to war. So like somehow with all that happening and Oh, by the way, hard knocks and every camera and microphone that, you know, the NFL has seems to be what? 30 minutes from your building over at the jets facility. And we're still not really talking about the giants, the Giants. The Giants just kind of sit there. Same with the Bills, too. I mean, it's the same thing. I feel like the Giants and the Bills just sitting there going, just keep ignoring us. Just keep, (laughs) just keep talking about gang green. Go get him. Oh man. Like you you talk to Dable. I bet you any money. He's like, well, yeah, that's that's great and all. But did you see Aaron Rodgers on Hard Knocks? I mean, he looks good. (laughs) Like like they like what's happening. They like that they're under the radar. Things are happening. I I would give them I would give them a chance. I, I do think San Fran is special. You're counting on the Eagles to have a Super Bowl hangover, which has historically happened. I do like what the Lions and the Vikings have done. I like I even like what the Bears have done. I I think the Falcons are a sleeper, believe it or not. I think the Falcons are a lot better than people realize they are. But like really, really, we're talking about the Eagles, the Niners, the Seahawks, are the only ones that and maybe the Saints? Are the are the ones that where you're like, okay on paper, they're better than the Giants, but you don't play the game on paper.
1: And there you go. Like those last three in particular, the Saints, Seahawks and Niners. So skip over the Giants there. Brock Purdy, maybe. Mm -hmm. Geno Smith, Mm -hmm. Derek Carr. Mm hmm. Carr's better than those other two, but I can't criticize the Giants. And notice how I didn't mention Daniel Jones with the quarterback play when I was going through those headlines for the Giants. I didn't mention Daniel Jones. I have not been a fan of Daniel Jones. We don't even have to reset that. But I can't make an argument that Brock Purdy is better than Daniel Jones. I can't make an argument that Geno Smith throughout his career, 2022, I'll give that to him, throughout his career has been better than Daniel Jones. I think the golf conversation is kind of close. Goff has gotten to a Super Bowl. Some would point to McVay and that roster being a big part of it. Small hands, though. Small hands. Goff statistically had a pretty nice year last year. You ever seen him hold a whopper? It's It's weird. I would give Goff the edge over Daniel Jones. So if you want to take the Lions somewhere in that conversation, okay. But I'd have more faith in the Giants being tested through the season than the Lions. So I guess we just kind of did a power ranking there. I would put right now the Giants three and having a real possibility to beat the Niners or the Eagles. So, am I picking them to win the NFC? I'm holding off on that bet for two more weeks when two weeks from today our NFL preview show will air here on WOFX 980 959 Apple and Spotify. I'm just saying, I've thought a lot more about the Giants being a realistic Super Bowl contender. I think what you're I think what you're
0: saying is that LeVac was right. What hap- what happened there? Well, what happened cuz didn't we wasn't it like a week ago we sat here and and debated their schedule and how tough it was and i told you that i felt like as much as it's like wow we got the cowboys and the cardinals and the niners i felt like all those teams were looking at and going wow we got the giants i think the giants like so you did say that word for word yeah so what we're basically saying is you're trying to agree with me but make it like you just came up with the fact that the Giants were good all by
1: yourself. Uh, No, no. That's not what I'm doing. Hmm. I am looking at that schedule again. Hmm. There are a lot of playoff teams in that first eight weeks of the season. I feel more confident now they might win those games in comparison to that I did earlier in the summer where I thought that is a brutal schedule. Everybody else has changed over the course of the summer. Dallas hasn't done anything to add. The Niners don't have a starter. Seahawks had some injuries in the backfield, but they're still pretty good buffalo you got to get some linebackers and some running backs washington i think we'll get to them hopefully to close the show out here in a second i feel more confident what i've seen from the giants comparison to what's on that schedule are you saying you said that two weeks ago uh you did mm-hmm. okay you did say that two too as, as,
0: as, as, as long as we as long as we can you know i'm just i'm just a, i'm advanced is basically what we're trying to say is it takes guys about two weeks to catch up to what i was thinking. Uh, two weeks ago. I can't wait for the preview show where Gaz gives all my picks from the early preview show. Uh, he's also he's like, I think
1: Jacksonville can make it. You know, <laughs> Cleveland. Think about... <laughs> I, um... I know we got to go to break here. The Browns are getting hot. The Everybody's on that Browns pick now all of a sudden. My God, Cowherd and McIntyre and every... You want to know
0: the worst part? God. You want to know the worst part? You're Is off? I'm
1: struggling with them right now because <laughs> I think
0: I think the Steelers are on to something. I think the Ravens are back. I think it's... That's... I'm actually a little worried about uh, Joe Cool, little Joey Burrow. Ooh. Little, I, think, I think that, that North is going to be a fist fight. It's going to be... Basically, what we thought the AFC West was going to be last year is like just four really good teams beating the heck out of each other. I think there's a chance that's what the AFC North is this year. I really do. They, there's... If the Steelers can take this momentum they're building in the preseason into the regular season, can he pick another small hands i will it could that that could be that could go back to the olden days where it's like the you know the black and blue division that that could be something a lot a lot of fun um a lot of fun would be if i could make a play that that wins to get the uh play of the day thanks to our friends at mark chevrolet coming up in uh in just in just a bit but um i am um, i want to talk about our friends at usx pass control is that okay with you Let's do it. All right. Well, I didn't know if that's what you want to talk about or not. I really didn't. I wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, can never, I can never remember what you want to talk about. I don't Because I just assume it's whatever I wanted to talk about two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I, got my, I got my list of what they did. So, like, if you have the platinum package like Gaz and I do, because we don't want mice or bats or bugs or bees or anything in our, in our home, um, they come out, they do what they have to do, and then you get an email that says what they had to do. So like I was thrilled because it said, you know, went around, checked this, did this, guarded against mice, and then client stated bees nest in eve of house. Treated, removed bees nest, treated entire roof, went around the whole house treating it to keep the bees away. That's that's what's up with USX pest control. Like I fully anticipated looking on that sheet and go, got it, not got it plus. Like, no, no, <laughs> ain't happening. They ain't coming back. Frank went in. and He went extra. He went the extra mile.
1: Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, everybody over at USX Pest Control. Thank you. You listening right now. who took our advice this summer and called USX Pest Control. And if you've taken our advice, which we appreciate, now tell your friend, tell your family member tell somebody's house you're visiting when you see the big old beehive make, make no. sure
0: you book the non-chemical exclusion package before you tell them because you want to be first on that that's right Do
1: that. <laughs> that's a good piece of advice we don't want that stuff happening around the capital region you can make sure it stops thanks to our friends at usx pest control we both know from experience they're the best we hope that you make them a part of your summer as well
0: absolutely uh free inspections how it gets rolling go to usxpest.com get that thing started Play of the day. Thanks to the ball. coming up next right here. LeVac and guys Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's LeVac for the Integrative Sleep Center in Balls of Spa with my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer. Dr. Dreer is the man, and the Integrative Sleep Center is life-changing. So snoring is usually a sign of something where Sleep apnea is terrible for you, and here's the deal. It means you stop breathing in your sleep, which means you're not getting real rest. Your brain is being affected, and it seems more and more and more, I'm seeing research point out that sleep apnea causes bigger and badder and worse and just awful problems for your health. So get ahead of it. Give Dr. Dreer and the team over at the Integrative Sleep Center a call, 518 885 6185. I, I got to tell you, I started going there and it has been such a difference for me. My energy level is stronger. My Everything's good. I feel better about everything. And it all started by going to see Dr. Fred Dreer. A couple quick uh, tests, like a scan. You do the sleep study, and the next thing you know, if you have the mouthpiece like me, you're sleeping better. 518 885 Dr. Frederick in and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Helping me sleep better, they're going to help you sleep better too.
1: It's Lavac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region Sports Fan. Fox Sports 959 and 980.
0: What, what day is it? Monday? Tuesday? 70, what,
1: where are we? Has it felt weird all show long to be in a studio? The final time, Levec I want. I got to make sure. I'm getting the calendar out one more time because I can't believe this when I say this out loud. This is the final time we're in studio until Wednesday, September 6th. Levec we've been on the road since what? The 10th? The 9th? Uh... 2007, I think, was the last time. August
0: 9th was the last time we were in the studio. We My daughter's birthday again. was the last time we were here. Yeah? So I, I'm sure I snuck out early. Um, Bit of an odd show. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, it's... It, it, there's... I'm starting to realize how things work here at iHeart, okay? So Fox Sports Radio, part of the iHeart family. Great people. Like them. There's actually a lot of them here today, which I don't care for. I like them better when they're not here. Um, but you know, I said, Hey, can we get our own space? Can we do it? Like, you know, I'm used to getting my way a little bit, you know, historically I've gotten what I wanted and they were like, yeah, no problem. No, absolutely. We'll get you your own space. It's going to be at Rivers. It's going to be at the track. It's going to be at Mohawk. It's going to be at Recovery. It's just not going to be here until you stop complaining. So uh, no more complaining, boss. I like the studios. I do like being out, though. It has been a lot no, of No, no, no.
1: We like being out. That is not a complaint. That is us I'm just complaining. giving I'm a, our sales team a hard time. I love I want, being out.
0: I want, a stu- I want a studio. I want What I want, guys, this is my dream, and you know this, I want an RV that becomes our mobile studio, okay? So, buy me an RV and I'll put studio stuff in. It. How's that
1: deal? Good. Thanks. I'm glad we talked. All right. Somewhere we, <laughs> and I, are yelling at Will Compton and Taylor Lawan. That was our idea. By well, our, I mean your idea. The only thing I'm saying is that's a bus. I want. I
0: want a mobile home. So, like, I want to. Be, I want to be home away from home with the men instead of bussing with the boys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, man stuff. You see a boy over here? You better get your eyes checked, son man i'm a man yeah um why is everyone sending me pictures of your child um you and your wife have sent me pictures of your child (laughs) i joked it's not really my kid everybody okay um so look at that photo all right (laughs) so we have our play of the day and um i just i feel like when we both agreed yesterday that the ravens would would take their preseason streak to 25 we just didn't agree on the spread, and then the, the longest streak in preseason football history dies. I feel like I'm not qualified to make plays anymore.
1: Hang on a second. I, you know what? I didn't think we were going to touch on this today because I know we had a loaded show today. I want to get into that, and I, I, I might blow through this. Kavino and Rich, hang tight for a second. I got to talk about that because Sarah Ellison, I believe that's her name. It is Sarah Ellison, uh, Ravens Vault. Bobby Trossett, back-to-back days, gets a shout-out on the show because he does a great job covering Baltimore. And you love him. I do love Bobby. He's the man. But his co-host, Sarah, tweeted this out, and it's spot on. Washington had the full intention to end that streak because Washington's pushing their starters into the second quarter. Baltimore's got the third stringers out there, and Washington's running it like it's week 17, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. Ron Rivera... The whole staff, the new owner, the awkward handshake, the whole thing. I get the eyes, which maybe I should have smelled this out a little quicker yesterday. That game was not about Baltimore. That game was all about Washington. The new era, the new regime, the new feel we're going to contend. That was all about Washington. So even though the Raven streak has ended, come on. Washington did everything to end it. And I don't know if I'm criticizing them or just calling out my bet that it should have been better because they wanted to end it. You're not keeping your starters against third stringers unless it's to impress the owner or something else. That storyline I should have played up more. Good for Washington for getting the win. I'm not going to criticize them for being competitive. But they had a whole different intention in that game than the Baltimore Ravens did.
0: Um, It's still we lost. I mean, that's the the end of the day is there's 13 less dollars in my my wagering account, okay, that's thirteen dollars that I may never get back, and it's because of
1: the plays that we both made. And I don't like the battle; the Beltway did not go our way. Let me spin it a little different way, then. Let me spin it in a different direction. Do you think, from what you saw from the Washington Commanders yesterday, you feel any different? Like they can be a contender in a really tough NFC East with the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys?
0: No, no, I really me don't. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, right, but here's here's the thing, like. We are kind of bred to believe that there's perfect football teams out there, right? Like, like you're going to have your offense is going to is going to click, and your defense is going to click, and special teams will handle their business and whatever. Where, are realistically speaking, those those teams don't really e- exist. The reason the Chiefs are so good is Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. Like that offense is so good because of the pieces they have, but they don't really. You're not. I can't really pick a wide receiver room. I would rather have theirs over. Like, I can't think of, you know, their defense. They have a couple of really nice pieces, but it's not like a stellar defense. It's it's a defense that goes out and plays well when put and usually plays with a lead. So you look at Washington, they've got a lot of great personnel on that defense. They've got a new mind at the offensive coordinator position. I don't know what Sam Howell really is. That's the problem for me. But if they can run the ball... They're, they've got some weapons at wide receiver. They, there's no reason to believe they can't win some ugly games. I just don't think they're good enough to take out the Eagles or the Giants. And if the Cowboys are any good, they've got the talent to beat them too. But Mike McCarthy is the great equalizer as far as bad teams might be able to beat the Cowboys.
1: Heineke is an okay quarterback, and I bring him up. I know he's on the Falcons now, but I bring him up because yeah. if that Washington team was a little bit better a few seasons ago when they were that under 500 team that won the NFC least, they could have beaten Tampa. Like, Heineke played well enough in that wild card game against the Bucs that they could have actually defeated the Bucs, and who knows how far they would have gone. Maybe they would have got knocked out in the next round. Maybe they would have got to the conference game. I bring all that up because it seemed as if you're a Washington football fan, you thought the franchise was going in the right direction. And they're going to stink this year. Because Um, not even so much because of the talent on the roster, but because of Josh Harris, the new owner, I think... Josh Harris, like most new owners or most new business owners or new bosses or however you want to phrase that, he wants his thing. He wants his own GM. He wants he, to shake Joe Buck's hand. <laughs> he wants his own quarterback. He,
0: he wants, wants
1: that. He Trey Aikman to stop laughing at him. He wants it all. So I would not be... He allegedly the, wants to go back to the old name. <laughs> at Least surprise, not even. If Washington says, you know what, we're good. We're going to go like 5-12. And we're gonna um, get Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Quinn Ewers. They want to. I, I get Sam Howell's a nice young quarterback that's right now inexpensive. They're gonna blow the whole thing up because they got a new owner, and we see that all the time happen. There were new ownership steps in, and they want things to be different. No disrespect to any of the players on the roster, but I can see Washington saying, "We got a new boss in charge. You got some Daniel Snyder stank on you. You gotta go."
0: Um, based on some of those stories, I bet that stanks in a lot of places especially the ones they shouldn't be. Here here's here's the problem with Heineke. We all like him. We all like him. He's a backup quarterback for a reason. He is he might be a starting running back on some teams. Like he is he's got gusto. He's got want to. He runs well. He does he's if if he was a good quarterback, he would be a starting quarterback. Like he's this is this is your this is your cross to bear guys. You fall in love with exceptional backup quarterbacks and try to turn them into starters mentally. And it's, it's not it's not going to happen. Case Keenum's never going to be, you know, even Kirk Cousins. Uh, Heineke is never going to be uh, who's another mobile quarterback. He, he's not going to be Steve Young. Like, it's not going to happen. Baker Mayfield is not a starting quarterback. I don't care what your team
1: says. There, there it is. It speaks less about me as a football fan and more about me as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. I'm wearing the polo today of, hey, they could play for us, right? Hey, he could play for us, right? Dropping the us, a rare us by me on this show. That's how I view these quarterbacks 30 through 35 and 40. Could start for the Buccaneers, right? He could. So Washington will sting. So I'm a little bitter, but giant fan. I'm with you, LeVac. If you're a New York sports fan from last night, your takeaway is Washington will not be a contender. I know they beat Baltimore, but they are nobody to fear. Brian Dayball and everybody else. More history. Better roster. Better coaching. Same ownership. Yeah, you'll be just fine, New York sport fan. I, uh, I am, I'm,
0: I'm more and more excited about this season, and the fact that it's 20 days away is is also causing me great, great pain because it's like we got we got hard knocks tonight, we got another week of preseason football, we got week zero coming up, which is great. You know, we talked to Coach Gattuso yesterday that the Great Danes are getting ready to for the blackout this Saturday night. All these things. But it's still just, like, it's not here yet. Like, I, I'm like, I've turned into that kid, that brat, who's so mad that Christmas is, is, is 20 days away, and I just don't, I'm twitchy. Like, I'm twitchy. So my play of the day, um, I'm going to wager uh, $1 million that Gaz underrates Hard Knocks <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that he will have a problem with Hard Knocks that is unfair and unwarranted.
1: a nice play very good play you know what my play was going to be a joker about hard knocks as well like under five incompletions under 0.5 turnovers since you've already stolen the joke that i want to use i will now scramble on the spot and think of something more creative and by creative i mean two baseball games that i thought about wagering on anyways so i'm gonna parlay it a parlay here this is not the hate parlay by the way all right this is just a parlay i like because grayson rodriguez i still find funny that he was drafted behind kyler murray He's becoming a really good pitcher for the Orioles. So, Oriole, money line plays there at Camden Yards against the Blue Jays. Rodriguez pitched so well earlier this summer. Give me Rodriguez. Money line O's. Lucas Giolito is on the mound for the Angels tonight. I remember him way back when, a former White Sox, former national prospect. They were sort have of a loaded pitching rotation. Giolito's under 500. But the Angels at some point are going to have to look at this roster and across the entire franchise and be like, can anybody pitch? Like we just can't have trout and Otani's gonna leave. Can somebody please be we need a rotation at some point. Giolito, here's your audition tonight. Give me the Angels Orioles double money line, but I'm also getting real hungry for some week zero college football action.
0: I'm I hate to do this to myself, but uh Yankees lineup tonight. A lot of youth, a lot of youngsters. You got you got you got Pereira, you got Peraza, you got you got Rodon back. I'm not going to bet it, but I'm going to watch. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to pay attention. I probably to bet it, but it's not but I would it won't be anything worth worth anybody else following along on cuz it's just because I'm I'm going to pay attention. So I'll probably throw like 10 bucks on the Yanks at some place. Get, get the youth movement a rolling. I love I I I pretty much just want to point out that I am currently running the Yankees. I told you oh. I needed I needed Pereira and Peraza to come up. If Austin Wells comes up, then they've done everything I said because they also took the Martian, Dominguez, they moved him up to AAA. So just if Austin Wells pops up now and they're finally listening and I can start fixing this thing, okay? I can finally get in here and start talking to Cash, talking to Boone, You know, they start listening. We can work together. I can get this
1: thing fixed. You're gonna start carving out time as a sports fan, like hard knocks, Yankee baseball, week zero, college football, fantasy football drafts. We talked fantasy football earlier in the show, thanks to Hooters. So, guys, with the schedule changing for you as a sports fan, now you guys start like before. Yeah, before you give people the real answer, here's what I do. Here's why. Here's
0: why. Here's why I have alone time. I yell, "I'm working." When I watch these things, and that is why. I am alone and you are not. You have a better plan.
1: Thanks to Lillian David. There, there it, is. There
0: it is. I'm working over here. You're watching the game, but I'm working. And then Gaz goes, sweetie, here are earrings. And she goes, oh, these are so nice. Now I'm going to go watch the game. And she goes, okay, fine.
1: If you don't want to be alone yelling at your television and your co-host and Lillian David find the place your for your kids
0: you. and the neighbors and the cats. I'm working. Drogon.
1: We're growing grass. constantly (laughs) lily and david fine jillers is the place for you it's a family owned and operated business they want to help you find what she's looking for whether it's the girlfriend the fiance, the wife again fantasy football drafts for five hours long or you're going to go to the home kickoff opener whatever it is make sure to take care of her find out what she's looking for maybe she has those eyes on a pair of earrings maybe she's been looking to upgrade her ring whatever it might be or maybe your friend just got engaged maybe you're going to the fall wedding might be time to pop the question. I bought my engagement ring at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I found exactly what she wanted, even though she might have not even known, but it fit my budget and she still gets compliments <laughs> on it to this day. Those things are important. Lily and David Fine Jewelers will help you find against the shops of Will. You're heading north this summer. That's the place to go. Shout out to everybody over there from Alyssa, David, Tammy, G. They're going to help you find what she needs. Take my advice. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place for you. Get what she wants. When you stop in, tell me you heard about it from guys right here on ninety five nine and nine eighty Fox Sports Radio. I'm
0: working, okay. I have to watch this game. It's my job.
1: We are back on the road tomorrow. Where are we tomorrow? We are at Rivers Casino and Resort, the C four Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge Rolls. or the or, or, or yeah. the C four Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Yeah, you like you're going. Roll, roll, roll. 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 Yeah, sounded like roll. one of those like the A Model ha. Ts that you had to like
0: do the. You need to roll the crank to get the engine going.
1: Hola, mi amo Gazi Bear. (laughs) What's wrong with this microphone? We will be there tomorrow along with allegedly at six in the morning.
0: Yeah, so that means that we have uh, drink specials, all kinds of greatness going on at Rivers. I have to be here early. Hopefully, I actually wake up tomorrow. That'll be a miracle. But just remember, I'll be up late tonight. I'm working. Okay, I'm working. I'm watching Mm -hmm. the Yankees and Hard Knocks and... Um, um, other things i don't know what they could be but other things um it's working it's research is what it is but uh yeah so fun day tomorrow hopefully you guys will come out to uh, rivers hang out with us it's going to be a a lot of fun uh we have a we have a rivers related announcement coming very soon
1: as well yeah we do we have a packed morning we might be able to announce that tomorrow there's some rumors floating around this building about what's going on
0: you want me to do it every time i announce things early it goes really well on this building. no 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 actually remember, no, when no. I used to get, remember when i used to get away with that <laughs> no 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 good idea you know what actually that's I'll not just even do right. it it'll be fine i'll do it it'll be fine everybody's okay. fine i'm not i'm, I'm it'll be fine uh, everybody have a great one uh, with Cavino and Rich yes and then do are the, are the those
1: filthy Red Sox up later? seven ten our coverage gets underway eight ten first pitches they take on the Astros
0: all right well good luck I hate the Astros almost as much as I hate the Red Sox so uh, we'll talk to everybody again tomorrow three o'clock it is LeVac and Guys Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.